The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Conor Lally, Crime and Security Editor of the Irish Times, remind us of the additional money that was made available for policing in Dublin City Centre last July by Justice Minister Helen McEntee and the circumstances of that. Yeah, so as you say, Matt, there was a 10 million um, sum of cash which was being made available to Angarda Connor to basically surge policing across the city. Now, this included city centre and, you know, various uh, suburbs. Um, people will recall that, I suppose, in you know June, July and into August, we did have several very high-profile attacks in the city centre. Uh, Stephen Termini, a US tourist, was attacked on Talbot Street, and there were other incidents in that area. We had a Ukrainian actor who was over um, acting in the Abbey Theatre um, he was attacked you know, very badly on Eden Quay and then we had things like attacks on um, English tourists in Temple Bar we had somebody stabbed on Grafton Street and there were just a, you know, a whole series of I suppose violent and high profile attacks um, as each one happened concern about violence in the city centre cranked up um, this came on the back of concerns that you know, feelings of public safety during the pandemic period in the city centre had uh, gone down. So essentially this cash was made available um, and then there was a plan launched by the Guardian late August and they were going to have a policing surge all over the city um, through the end of the year. Um, but the main reason for it was not only because of the violent attacks but because really garden numbers had fallen uh, quite a bit since uh, 2020 since the start of the pandemic. We lost about 800 Gardaí because the Garda College was closed. So this was seen as a way of providing lots more overtime and um, drafting Gardaí in from all over the country and trying to beef up Garda numbers pending um, Garda recruitment really starting to kick in. Okay, but now the money's run out, has it? And we're back to where we were. The money has run out and we're back to where we were. Now, the difficulty is this, Matt. Um, even before this 10 million plan was launched, certainly Garda sources that I've spoken to, they would say things like, you know, units that were going out, uh, carrying out the frontline policing that we all see on the, on the streets of the city, i.e., you know, guardian cars and particularly guardian on foot, um, that these units were very... Uh, threadbare because these border brunt really of the falling garden numbers uh, during the pandemic period. So before this plan was introduced, these you know units were um, they were you know lower than normal. Um, so the plan was basically they would use the extra ten million to draft in Gardaí from places like Mayo, Cavan, Monaghan, Le- uh, Leod, Sligo, even. Um, and these Gardaí travelled up to Dublin. They did a few tour, you know they did some uh, shifts up here and then you also had some guard stations in the suburbs as well that would agree to uh, you know make available small numbers of guardy for the city centre and there was a particular focus on the city centre so all these guardy were basically drafted in um, and people would have probably seen that even though we had you know riots obviously um, in late uh, November people would have seen a much higher presence of guardy on the streets really September uh, forward um, but that's gone now. These country guardy are not coming up anymore because that cash is gone. Um, so numbers are down again. And the big problem that they have is is that even though guard recruitment, in fairness, it has kicked back in again. Um, the overall strength of Angarda Shikana has has remained below fourteen thousand throughout all of last year. That was as high as fourteen thousand eight hundred back in March twenty twenty. So. 
really, it's a stopgap which has come and gone and really the problem that was there at the core of this, at the start of this special operation, is still really there and that's the fact that they cannot get, they cannot grow the size of the guard fast enough. Stay on the line please, Connor. I want to bring in Paul Gallagher who's a business owner on O'Connell Street, the ASIC store, which of course was ransacked by the rioters in November and Paul was with us back then. He's also a member of the Board of Retail Excellence. Paul, when the extra police were made available throughout the autumn, with the exception, obviously, of those riots, did it help? Yeah, it helped substantially, Matt. Uh, made an awful difference. Um, but now that they're gone again, um, it, there's a huge problem. I mean, retailers are facing a tsunami now of the antisocial behaviour. You know, we had a very... Uh, disturbing incident on this Tuesday we had uh, three guys went into the ASIC store on O'Connell Street and tried to rob about 800 euro worth of stock, three staff intervened but they got a lot of abuse and it, it was only verbal thank God but they were very shaken and we closed the store early again and uh, like retail excellence have been highlighting this, the, the problems with um, the, 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 you know, the cost of doing business is one thing because Ireland is now the highest um, economy in EU to be doing business and there's a tsunami of antisocial behaviour theft, wage increases bringing up the minimum wage again, pension and auto-enrolment and all that and like quite frankly our staff are afraid now to go to work and that's not a situation that's allowed, that should be allowed to continue and I call on Joe Harris and the Minister for Justice like we did back uh, pre-Christmas, to deal with this and not to not to give the lip service. And the, I mean, whoever's advising them is is ill advising them because they seriously haven't got a grasp of the enormity of this problem in inner city Dublin. And even the Gardaí on the streets now, I see much more Gardaí up around. I mean, there's obviously Store Street and Pier Street, but I see a lot more Gardaí on Grafton Street where there's less of a need and less of a requirement for them than there is on O'Connell Street slash Henry Street. Now, despite all that, I have to praise the Dublin and Irish punter in that our business in Henry Street is up 19% for January, and our business in uh, the Essex store on O'Connell Street is up uh, 6%. Now, that means people are still coming into town despite the adversity of these antisocial behaviour. And um, Yeah, because and is it as a pleasant experience walking around O'Connell Street, walking on Henry Street, if you're going to go shopping, if you observe people engaged in antisocial behaviour you know maybe even from that lane that was just closed parallel to O'Connell Street last week by order of the City Council but that type of behaviour spilling on to more visibly onto the main street and other streets But again it's the, it's, it's the no consequences we've had uh, someone in, Oca- in uh, uh, a retail excellence member that we've been on about this uh, their store on uh, Henry Street had the, a staff uh, physically hit and, and verbally abused, the guardie were called, uh, arrested the, the lady in question, and uh, she was back in the same store the following day, like this, with 176 convictions to her name. So I, I'm asking the Minister for Justice to please wake up and smell the coffee, come out behind his desk, walk the streets, stop listening to people in ivory towers who may be giving you advice and find out from the real people, right? Now, the stallholder, the guy who sells the hats and the scarves outside the Essex store on O'Connell Street, Paul, said to me yesterday, this city is in disarray. It's badly broken and seriously needs 
to be fixed. And would simply, would simply having more Gardaí patrolling on the streets make a difference? In conjunction with the Department from Justice doing its job and the judiciary doing its job, because this revolving door, no, no consequences, gives a laissez-faire, can-do attitude, you know. And obviously, I suppose, the... The drug uh, sort of issue in the city needs to be tackled with, and I'm not qualified in any shape or form to advise how that might be best dealt with. But I do know that the no consequence for shoplifting, for antisocial behaviour, they're kind of a recklessness. I mean, there's parts of Dublin, particularly in the evenings, that are close to becoming a no-go zone, and like that's not what that's not the, what you're looking for in your capital city, you know. Okay, thank you, Paul Gallagher from Retail Excellence Ireland. Conor Lally, just back to you in relation to that. Um, Is that something that Gardaí do have an issue with about that if they do try and apprehend and and arrest people and bring them to court, they can get caught up for ages in the court system and then find that people are released on bail or they're given small fines and that they're back doing exactly what they had been doing in previous days, robbing the same stores? Yeah, I mean, that certainly is a problem, Matt. Um, If we look at the prisoner population now, I mean, it's really growing again uh, very significantly. So, you know, we don't have capacity in our jails. The judges will know that. They will they will be inclined to grant people bail. Um, a lot of these crimes as well, when you bring these people in and you charge them, even though they have been, you know, they can be very threatening towards, uh, you know, members of the public, shop owners and so, and so on, maybe you can only charge them with, you know, crimes like theft. And, you know, when they appear before the courts, really they're not going to be held in jail uh, before the case is heard. So they're going to be processed and they'll be out on the streets again. And the Guardian will certainly tell you that this whole, uh, you know, processing of people through the system, bringing them back to the guard station, charging them, going to court and so on, it's very, very time-consuming. And a lot of the shopkeepers now, just as your uh, caller said there, an awful lot of the shopkeepers who are being targeted with really record-high shoplifting, um, they're really not inclined to give a statement to the guards when they catch people because then they have to take a half a day off work. They have to hang around the courts. Very often the case isn't heard that day. They have to go back again and and so on. So... Really, uh, the court's system is very cumbersome. It's very time-consuming for everybody involved. Um, And that plays into the hands, really, of the people who are acting out on the streets. And I think, really, as your caller said there, um, there is, I think, a very, uh, you know, urgent need now just for a lot more guardy on the the streets around that area of, say, O'Connell Street, North Earl Street, um, Henry Street, you know, just around that kind of central area of O'Connell Street because that is where you see an awful lot of this antisocial behaviour going on and really once people act out the guards should be there straight away and they only will be there straight away if there's plenty of guards on the streets. Thank you very much, Conor Lally, Crime and Security Editor of The Irish Times. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.